for one of the most beautiful and playable custom acoustics on the planet, look no further than Ed Rice at Toeir Guitars. Ed is a true artist, transforming exotic woods into magnificent, sweet-sounding instruments. Go to toeirguitars.us, that's T-O-I-R-G-U-I-T-A-R-S.us, and contact Ed today. Hey everybody, Brad and I want to say thank you for listening and thank you for the support. Please continue to listen and share this podcast on all platforms that you can. And if you'd like to support us monthly, we're set up now where you can go to anchor.fm slash Top Hill Recording. Hit the support button, 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. Now back to the podcast. Hill Recording Podcast, episode 49. What's up, Neil? What's up, buddy? Man, I'm excited. For one thing, we are getting ready to kick off. This is our first episode of season four. That's ridiculous. Unbelievable. Having fast. And I I wish I'm sitting here thinking now, I wish I would have looked at our analytics before I came in here because it's been, you know... We were pleasantly surprised by the the listens we were getting, and we wanna we want to thank everybody for supporting Top Hill Recording Podcast, and ask you guys to continue to listen and share. But we're we're well over uh, thirty countries and just about every U.S. state now. So that's, that's pretty uh, insane. That's crazy. Got our first sponsorship with uh, Toe Ear Guitars last season. Yeah, so. we got some exciting stuff coming up with that. We hope. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and for season four, we're kicking off our first or our fourth season with our first full bourbon episode. Now, and you, everybody that listens, knows how excited we are about this episode. Yeah. So, welcome, Bobby. Why don't you introduce yourself for us? Thanks for having me on, and um, really appreciate it. My name is Bobby D'Antoni. I'm uh, I'm the chief um, barrel officer at Four Gate Whiskey, and uh, we started Four Gate about two and a half years ago. Uh, here out of Louisville, we've just released uh, our 10th batch um, right before Thanksgiving, and we do a variety of uh, different whiskeys, both bourbon and rye. Uh, we'll issue them, um, you know, non-chill filtered, uh, some finished, some not finished, uh, in finishing casts, that is. And um, we're just rolling along, having some fun. Yeah, so we've got six bottles. We're going to uh, we're going to have some fun, man. I appreciate that. So uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I when I saw when I talked to Neil about it, I told him I thought you know the best thing for you guys to do, being new to our brand and a lot of your listeners probably being new to it as well. Um, I thought we would do you know what we what we're currently got going on with our last last two, last two releases nine and ten. Then I thought we would go back up a little bit and do the do the past of what we did um, uh, a year ago, Christmas and last spring, and get into batch four and uh, batch six. And then I brought um, two re- two releases um, that we're actually bottling this Thursday. So it's not even out. And so, oh, so I yeah. Exclusive. So I wanted to bring you some future juice too. Oh, and so, yeah, we can, so we can taste, we'll taste six different bottles today 
and kind of give you a, uh, what Four Gate Whiskey is all about. I already feel special. Hell yeah, man. And, uh, Thanks for the new glass. Oh, yeah. Oh, was this a giveaway? Or you yeah, just... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little promo for you guys in your oh, show. You know? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. So what do we have in the glass right now? You filled us up before we came on. What do, you, what do we have here? Yeah, so this is, um, this is uh, um, our split stave batch four uh, that I poured for you just to get started. We'll probably we'll probably back we'll probably back up uh, back to this again. So I really want you to get into our most two current releases. But this is batch four. We call it Split Stave by Kelvin. Uh, Split Stave is um, is an indication of the barrels that Kelvin Cooperage made for us, which is right here in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. right around right, the corner, right around the corner of yeah. J- JMF, and um, um, those guys made some specialty cask and. Uh, we nicked them in those casks and trademarked that name, Split Stave. So Split Stave to us means, um, on this batch specifically, we blended our um, our five and 12-year-old whiskey, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskeys, two different mash bills, two different distilleries. And then Kelvin made us six toasted barrels, medium toast, three uh, two-char and three six-char, I mean four-char. And we took, uh, those twelve barrels together, uh, and we we made we we the the first set of uh, the first set was um, was toast and two char. The second set was the was the toast and the four char. We just wanted to taste the profiles that they would give us. Initially, we knew we were going to blend the juice back together to make the one batch, but we wanted it separated just to see what we could do for some future batches. So, if you've had like a double oak in the past, or a yeah. 19, or nineteen ten, or a Michter's toasted, um, this is something. This you know, see some of the same profile, some of the same flavor. This is really good. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> and all yeah. of ours is non chill filtered. All of it's barrel proof, barrel strength, um, and um, we, we don't add water to anything. So this one came off at, this is 115 proof, and um, this was originally released at Christmas of 2019. And it, it, the quality is so smooth. I guess we all tell Bobby, man, you're dealing with, uh, we, we bourbon lovers, but I've learned over this podcast, Neil and I pretty much have a three-point scale. We're either like, yeah, really good, yeah, good. Or yeah, okay. That's yeah. a three-point scale. Because <laughs> right, right. yeah. it's all good. <laughs> right. It's right. all good. Yeah. But this, one thing I noticed about this is, um, man, I love the finish. Mm-hmm. Like, you you have flavors stay with you for a while. And this is, you said this was a straight bourbon? It is. It's straight bourbon whiskey. Yeah. Uh, two different uh, mash bills uh, from two different distilleries in Kentucky. You introduced yourself as the chief barrel officer. What's what's that mean? What's that about? Uh, you know, we were just... We wanted to have, uh, you know, good fun with the company. Yeah. And, you know, my partner's like, my partner's Bill Straub. He's the one that uh, asked me to do the company with him. And um, he's like, well, do you want to be like co-founder and uh, CFO? And I'm like, really? I said, I want to have fun. It's a whiskey company. I said, I want to do something (laughs) like chief barrel officer. He goes, he goes, we're not Microsoft, you know, we're not Bill Gates and, uh, you know, uh, you know somebody it. else. I said, let's do something casual. So he, he uh, I ended up talking him into taking the uh, chief blending officer name, and I took the chief barrel officer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so how did, uh, just backing up a little bit, how, how did you guys even get into this? I mean, like, what made you decide, you know, you're talking about a hundreds of year old industry. How, what made you decide you wanted to break into this? So I was doing some projects at Kelvin Cooperage, um, 
a couple financial projects and then another uh, project for one of the uh, brothers and um, for he and his wife. And so I knew Bill through a mutual friend of ours. Um, and so, um, and we drank some whiskey together before and he called me one day and said, Hey man, I'd like to, he owns Modern Thirst, which is a website, uh, that reviews whiskeys and, uh, does, mm -hmm. does, uh, they, they do some podcasts, but it's mainly reviews of whiskey and that. And, uh, so he wanted to do a, st uh, a story on Kelvin. So I took him down there, introduced him to the guys. They walked him around and. He wrote up the story on Modern Thirst on Kelvin. And then it was about a year later in like, I was, I'm going to say like May of, May of 18, 2018, he called me up and said, hey man, would you want to think about doing a whiskey company? You want to see about doing some, maybe some finished whiskey, especially if we could get Kelvin to work with us or partner with us. We could get the cast from those guys, uh, get the finishing cast from them. I said, well, I'll give him a call. I said, I'll do it. I said, let's see if we can find some money and see if Calvin will be interested. Well, those guys primarily buy into distilleries and other operations, not into startup whiskey brands. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, Kevin McLaughlin and uh, his brother Paul said, yeah, we'd definitely like to work with you. We'll partner with you. We'll, um, we'll, give, you, uh, we'll give you some access to the, some of the best cask around, finding what you need, and... Um, you know, you, I asked them if we could use their name and their logo on our bottles and all on our website. And I said, yeah, I could do it. And let's just go. So that's how it got started. And then we went out and started marketing from, you know, ground zero of we need to find some, you know, it's the old, you got to find the three Fs, right? The people to invest, it's family, friends, and fools. <laughs> <laughs> and so we got those, so, so, so we got the, those people to, to send us big checks and, um, and then we were on the hunt to find some whiskey. And so I was making a bunch of phone calls. And I told Bill, I said, man, we've got to back up a step here. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, I'm talking to people and I can't even give them the name of our company yet or the <laughs> LLC because we don't have one. So you're out trying to find whiskey, like like just seeing what's available for. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah trying. And Kevin gave me one phone number Yeah, uh, from Kelvin Cooper. She gave me one phone number and said, Call this guy and see what direction he points you in. So um, that's where I made all my contacts through. And now I've got a pretty good network after doing it for two and a half years. And because um, I had, I was doing financial and cost, cost expense reduction, cost control, cost containment type work uh, and finance work for the last, you know, 35, 38 years. Like this better? It's more fun. <laughs> so you yeah. said was this, was this your first release? He never talked to no, me about finance. Fourth. Yeah, this was our fourth release. <laughs> this was our fourth release. Yeah, so, yeah. this fourth. Yeah, cast yeah. four. Yeah, and, yeah, it, and you yeah. said it. Did you say it was a twelve-year-old? It was. A, it's a blend of our five-year-old and our twelve-year-old whiskey. Okay, so you you this. jumped right into some aged bourbons. Yeah, and you know, finding this whiskey, it's 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 easy to find whiskey that's not. Uh, what you're looking for, yeah. Uh, but to find what you're looking for, I bet, yeah. And the uh, brokers that that uh, we've got relationships with now, because it's so they, valuable. And, and you know, especially uh, these days, yeah. In the 12 year old, you got to remember, Brad. Uh, there's half of it's already gone. Mm. So when you're getting quoted on yeah. a barrel, yeah. Uh, you know, and you know, we had one barrel that was empty, and the broker made good with it because that was our first purchase. But most of the time, it, you're, you're buying the barrels like they buy them. 
you know, if there's 10 gallons in there or 35 gallons in there, that's what you get. There's no guarantees. You're buying the barrel as is. Hmm. So like your first release, how many, how many barrels did you purchase? And what was, do you, and you, I don't know if you know these numbers or not, but like how many barrels was it? And how many bottles did you end up with from that purchase? Our, our first release, we, we released, a, um, we released, a, it was 11 and a half years old then. Hmm. So we released it as 11 year old. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finished in sherry rum cask. Mm -hmm. uh, and so when we use a hyphen between the words on our label, that means it's the same cask. If there's a word and there, if it would have been sherry and rum, that means we would have finished some in rum and some in the sherry cask and then blend it back together. We use a hyphen. That means it's the same cask. First it held sherry, then it had rum finished in it. When they dumped the rum, we got we sourced those barrels through Kelvin Cooperage, and then we put our 11 and a half year old whiskey in there. Hmm. Uh, to answer your question, we filled the barrels. Uh, we did the release party uh, in April of 2019 for our first batch, and we had 1,700 bottles. So you have these barrels that finished sherry and then rum. Is that what you said? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Is there a way to test? Or, I mean, do you just jump in and say, hey, this sounds like it's going to be a good combination. Let's throw it all in here. Or can you do like a test run to well, make no, sure you like it? No, you know, we're taking all the risk. Oh, no you know, sample you know, before. No, no. Oh. And so then we we say, okay, you know, we have X number of barrels. We're going to probably need, say, you know, I think, uh, let me just see what that was. Um, we had uh, 732. Um yeah, man, that'd be terrible to put all your product in there and come out and say, huh? This is nasty. Right, right, right. <laughs> We probably did about 13 barrels. So we, we had uh, we had our bottler and where they do the blending. We store our, our barrels there at their Rick house. Uh, not their Rick house, in their, in their facility, uh, which is at pallet storage. Once you pull it out of the Rick house, we typically store ours on pallets. If they're also filled on pallets. Uh, standing up. So we brought those sherry rum casks in. We had Kelvin, um, you know, make sure they're airtight. They, they finished the bunghole on the side. They drilled bungholes in the head. And then we, our, our, we typically gravity fill. Mm. So that, that means you take the bunghole out of the head. They lift the pallet up. Uh, that's a, that's a, um, it's, a, it's a 550 stainless steel tank that we blended that whiskey into. So we got about 350 gallons for that batch. So they're 550 gallon tanks. You know, they dump it into a trough mm -hmm. and then the trough goes to fill the 550. And then they, they raise the 550 up on a, uh, on a forklift and they just open up the hose and fill those barrels. It's called gravity fill. So then they fill those barrels and then we go and taste them about every week to two weeks and decide when we want to pull it. Mm -hmm. So uh, we don't wait long on it. We would rather, we want to, we're a little bit cautious on that. We don't want to overcook any of our juice. Mm -hmm. So what, what's proof on this one we're drinking? One fifteen. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was one fifteen. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. All right, yeah, let's good. let's. Uh, I'm ready for the next one. How you would mean? you describe yeah, yeah, yeah. that sweet, spicy? It had a, a, put, like a, a cinnamony type of. The, the, to me, when I've hold on, let me see if I got any drops left. I can get you a little bit more. Yeah, well, you got the, you know, you got the bourbon sweetness. That's what I was thinking. You know, I'm terrible at describing these things. You know, I'm not, I'm never going to pull out like well, a I'm roasted raisin cinnamon. or it's anything. Got that. But, but this is like, you got that bourbon sweetness, but then there's also like 
I mean, a couple minutes after you swallowed, if you just kind of smack your tongue against the roof of your mouth, you get a little like cinnamon mm-hmm. spice taste. It, it's it's got a good uh good long finish. All right, I'm grabbing number two. I'm ready yeah, for yeah, the yeah. next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so this yeah so this one, Brad, we're gonna go to um we're gonna go to the present now. Number nine. This is number nine. This one came out in October of 2020, and this is uh. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskeys. This one's a little bit more uh, complicated for me to explain to you, but I'll give you the information, and um, I hope all of your listeners um, have an opportunity to, to, A, find our whiskey, and to, B, if not, at least have something while they're listening to the podcast. Well, I, the, you were to explain the hard thing to do is find your whiskey. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean I've sourced it for Fourgate, uh, from Chicago, New York, New Jersey, Florida, uh, Tennessee, Lexington, and Louisville. So I want to just so I want to just tell you a little bit about this one. We named this batch Andalusia Key. This is a blend of uh, whiskey that we put in Oloroso cask from Spain, and then we got some dark rum cask from the from the Florida Keys. And we did a blend of two whiskeys into the Oloroso cask, the sherry cask. We did a blend of three whiskeys into the dark rum cask. Uh, okay. the, the, uh, the dark rum casks were filled with a blend of five, nine, and 12-year-old. And the Oloroso were filled with uh, five and 12-year-old. Who, who's make? Are, are you and your partner making these decisions yeah. on what will make yeah. great blends? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're making how, how, the decisions. So what are you thinking there? Like, how do you decide? Let's try this and let's try that. This sounds good. That sounds yeah, good. Yeah, we're, we're just trying to go with something different. As I said, this was batch nine, so we'd already done some where they were just a single whiskey out of a barrel going into a cask, and we wanted to, we wanted to uh, you know mix it up with a couple different blends. And initially, we didn't know that we were going to blend these back two together. Mm. We, had, we had them both finishing, so we'd have this whiskey finished, and we had some more of both. Um, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna release we re- we're we're gonna release the uh, Oloroso Sherry by itself sometime next year, probably or this year uh, in 2021. And then um, some of the other uh, whiskey that was in the dark rum cask, we're gonna finish that in. Uh, we finished that in some other secondary cask again oh, wow. that we're going to release uh, for Labor Day. So this is, um, this one, as I've mentioned b- before, so this is two different casks. So on this label, it says it's finished in the sherry and mm. the dark rum cask. So okay. it's two different sets of casks. And then blend. Okay. And then we blended it all back together. Well, man, <laughs> this is another really good. It's smoother. Uh, not smoother, but it's like it doesn't have the, the uh, lingering... But it's different and, you know and it's excellent, Bobby. That's that's something from Neil because Neil, uh, until he started hanging out with me, was a low proof drinker. He liked he liked Basil eighty Hayden. proof. Yeah, was, if it had that. if it had any uh, Elmer T. Lee, which I don't think that's it might be uh, eighty eight. It's ninety or ninety. I mean, like the finish on this to answer your question, you were just saying I asked a little bit. So this one comes in at one hundred and twenty one proof, mm-hmm. and. Um, it's probably a little bit of that sherry there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no get. doubt. Yeah, mm-hmm. so your your mouth almost goes a little bit dry, Bill and I say. That's that's and then, that's it. That's it. And then you, then you want to come back for more. Yeah. So you put this out there, and you're like, I'm almost you're taking a sip. It's like, and so uh, no, it's um, uh, I'm glad you like it. Uh, no, it's really uh, it's been really well received in the market. Um, yeah. 
See, no, I, I'm, I'm terrible with flavors, but when you said dry, yeah. that's yeah. what when that first yeah. when the after the first taste, that's what it was. There was something about a dryness. Well, and the thing too, Neil, is like you can read four different reviews, and a lot of times you'll see four different taste palettes, you know, from yeah. four different people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and everybody's going to bring out something different. You know, it's like that commercial that was running this past fall. And if, I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, but I'll speak of the other brand was was Woodford, mm. and Woodford said in the commercial, "There's over 200 notes, the tasting notes in each sip." Oh. <laughs> I mean, so you know, yeah. I mean, no, I, I think we need Chris Morris to write those down for us. See, man, yeah, yeah, I don't know, you know we, but everybody's got a different palate. It's yeah, good. absolutely. But you know what, Bobby? I'm not, I'm not just saying this because you're here as a guest with us, but we've had two. This is the second one. And I would put them both up against any bourbon I've ever had. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I think really you guys are doing that. a really great job, man. It's uh, really, really got, good. We only got, what, four? Four more. Four, four more to try. And hey, well, look, well, and since we're, you know, we're just right, you know, getting going here, <laughs> I wanted to just share some of the information since both of you guys are new to the brand and obviously probably 90% of your customers are, I mean, mm -hmm. uh, listeners are. And so I wanted to tell you, so Fourgate, just a little bit about Fourgate and what we did is mm -hmm. Bill and I threw a bunch of names in the hat. And um, he called me up one day about two weeks later and said, Hey man, I think I want to do, um, I think I want to do Fourgate uh, and drop the fence. He goes, and what's a Fourgate fence? I said, well, those are the horse farm fences in Kentucky that have four boards or four rails and that's like a slang term for them mm -hmm. that you see all over Versailles Road. You see them here on Top Hill Road coming back. You have some four-gate. Mm -hmm. People that want to spend a little less money, they use the three-gate. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. the four-gate is the traditional. The good stuff. Is the farm. So that's what we end up naming the company. And um, if you'll show them this bottle. Oh, yeah. I was um, wanting to get into the bottle. So, so the label on the bottle, we did that. And then um, we did a watermark of the four-gate. Uh, right below the oval there, uh, where the that's a that oval is a, a old Kentucky spring house, mm -hmm. and then we we put that four gate fence there, and then uh, where you see the writing there, the writing on the bottle, there's a watermark behind that of a four gate fence. Yeah, and when you roll the label around the bottle around, the fence matches up to our back label of the same four gate fence. Okay, yeah. and then on the tax stamp. That's a four gate fence as well, Brad, on the tax stamp on both sides, and then um, and then we put that um, and then we put the logo on top of the cork there on the tax stamp, <laughs> and then and I designed um, I designed that for us as well the four gate round logo. Well, first thing I didn't know that was called a tax stamp, so that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you know? <laughs> well, I did work in the uh, Burkheiser Wholesale Tobacco, so I, okay. I'm, I'm more familiar with tax stamps. Okay, so I just <laughs> learned something new. But yeah, it's cool. Well, you know, in the you know, you know, thirty, forty, fifty years ago, that was a tax stamp that showed that you paid the tax on it, and then they might have like the year it was distilled or the year it was bottled on there as well. So it's a tax stamp. You know, the bottlers or the labelers, uh, they call them strip stamps or the strip or whatever. Um, but that's what we did. So we designed it that way. So how do you yeah. decide what border color to go with? Well, we, we picked that dark blue because we liked it. Um, and then, you know, we did the dark red. We did the dark red for because that was coming out at Christmas. And we wanted to have it do that batch 
when it's a bourbon split stave, we're going to use that dark red annually, every other year, biannually, I should say. And because this year we did the split stave in the, um, in the rye. Mm. So all of our rye labels are uh, that dark green. Um, and then we've got a, we got a foundation, which I did not bring, and we got a Tennessee foundation, and we went with jet black for those bottles. Ooh. And then um, I did a, uh, we did a special release um, about a month ago. We released it, and we did a dark bluish purple uh, label, um, and that was for Kevin McLaughlin, who owned Calvin Cooperage. He passed away from stage four cancer, mm. and I designed a bottle for him. And we did a tribute release to him. Oh, that's and, cool. And we picked the colors for that bottle uh, from where he played golf at Pepperdine University. In oh, Mel- okay. in oh wow. Yeah. So, I got to bring attention to this yeah. on the bottle, but I don't know if Brad saw it, but did you notice that the gate is on both sides of this? So when you open the bottle, you're actually opening the gate to the bottle. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, you have those slats at the gate where uh-huh. it opens, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's how we designed that, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everything nice. had a, everything had, the, the cool part about even the bottling is everything had a thought process to the, to it. Even the fence lining and all that, lining it up from the front to the back. And uh, that's just the, the little cool things about stuff like that's always neat. Hey. Well, yeah, you get I'm, the. Uh, I'm a little envious, man. I can see, Bobby, you, you guys are having fun, and I can see why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a blast, Bill. Uh, and it's yeah. good when your fun turns to success, too. Yeah, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're rolling pretty good right now. Um, it's, um, you know, we were kind of like deer in the headlights when the, when the COVID hit mm. back in March and April, trying to figure out what we were going to do. And um, we were kind of discussing uh, whether we should go to maybe New York, Chicago, or Georgia, and I was really, I told my partner, I said, man, I really want to go to Georgia. I'd re- much rather go south. And I moved back to Louisville from Atlanta uh, about 25 years ago. And I just said, hey, you know, if we're going to go somewhere, why don't we look at Georgia? And um, we got into Georgia with a, with an, another uh, another division, obviously, of Republic. Uh, Republic National distributes for us here. And uh, so we joined them in Georgia, and then about a month later, we joined them in uh, Indiana as well. Oh. And so um, those guys dis- distribute for us there. Um, and then um, in Tennessee, we use Lippman Brothers out of Nashville. Um, and, um, and then we use a couple online re- retailers as well. We use um, sealbox.com, and we use uh, Bourbon Outfitter. Uh, dot com and you you they, you can buy bottles from those guys online. Oh, yeah, online uh, now you can actually have them shipped. I, yeah. I assume, right? Yeah, they, they ship to about twenty states. Okay. Yeah, Neil, to, to about twenty states. Not everywhere. You got to have the uh, got to be able to have it going both ways. Yeah. Okay. And if it doesn't go both ways, they're not allowed to ship to you. Yeah. But both those guys are based in D.C. where there were some loopholes there, uh, and so. That's where they're shipping out of. Then there there's go. a couple other people there too. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So we you, like you, you ready for the next one? Well, we've had two. Yeah, we got to dive into it. If you wanted to get into, if you wanted to have a second of one of those two, which one would you take right now? They were both really good. I may blend it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what we're gonna try now. We're gonna we're gonna dive into the first rye that I got for you Ooh, guys. Oh, I like rye. You like rye? I do. So this is the split stave rye. Uh, this came out November 12th. Anytime that you all do a split stave barrel, do you specify it or do you use split stave for everything? No, no, no. We specify what it is. 
Okay. On for that release only. Oh yeah. And then then we'll we we'll, we'll give all the details. We're, we're we're pretty transparent. Awesome. And um, so this whiskey is um, seven year old whiskey that we released as it is was in batch seven, which I did not bring because I couldn't bring them all. I wouldn't be able to drive home. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told Neil, I said, well, you know, you know, you know how, we, how the deal happened with Neil, right? Like last year at Christmas, I walked out and I gave him a bottle of um, Old Full Rye, I think it was. Uh-huh. So and for then, listeners, uh, this Neil is uh, Bobby's postman. Yes. Yeah. And so Neil's out there and I said, hey, man, I got this bottle for you. you get, hang on with one second. I ran back inside and I grabbed this bottle of, um, 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 it was a tenure. McKenna tenure. Yeah, McKenna tenure. Which and, we had uh, just had the night before or the week before. That's a good bourbon and in itself. It's great it's, bourbon. It's not at yeah. this level. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, and, and he's like, he's like, oh man, we were just drinking that on my podcast the other night. I said, what type of podcast? He goes, what's well, music and bourbon? I said, well, shit, you deliver my mail. You know I own a whiskey company, right? I'm one of the owners and operators. We got the, There's about six of us that own the company, seven of us, and then some LLCs, some other people filtered out. Um, he only knows uh, which customers get adult toys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you were going there. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did say, and I really didn't know because I, I, I t- like I told Brad when I told him about the story, I was like, I don't, I'm not nosy. I just make sure it's you, your name and I put it in there. Right. So I don't really know what anybody does. And I don't, you know, so as soon right. as you're like, you know, I own a bourbon company, right? I was like, what? He said, come here. I want to show you something. Yeah. And he was kind of going off on it. So I'm going to show you. So I'm going to show you. Um, yeah, he came in. We had a podcast that we were recording, I think, the next day or a couple of days later. And he told me all about that. It was awesome. It was so, a highlight. Oh, thanks, man. So here, I'm going to show you this. And I'll let you guys flip through this. This was a day. Um, and I'll hand Neil my phone. So okay. you and Brett, you guys can look at this. So if you just scroll over uh, from right to left, Kelvin opened the cooperage to make these split stave barrels for us specifically. They brought in about 10 guys. On this batch, they did seven barrels medium toast and three barrels two char. And you can see exactly what they did in, that, in those pictures. I shot those pictures while we were down there. So is this right over here on the outer loop? Yes, sir. They do it right there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I sure. always uh, I always saw those barrels stacked up there next to the railroad tracks. But so, right. do they buy barrels from all over the country or all over the world or what? What's what do they do? Well, I mean, they they manufacture new, of course, but then they also Cooper uh, used barrels, um, and uh, you know they started with used barrels, then they got into the coopering at a later point. But you know they buy the used barrels, make sure they're good. And they ship them, uh, you know, the, the brothers are, um, and the, the McLaughlin family is from Glasgow, Scotland. And so mm-hmm. the, uh, the Cooperage is named after the river, after River Kelvin that goes through uh, Glasgow. And so we oh, named, cool. I didn't we, know that. And so we named some of our batches as a tribute to Kelvin Cooperage uh, because they're partnering with us. So like our batch two, that obviously I didn't bring either, we named it Outer Loop Orbit. For, oh, for really? The, for the street that they're on. Oh, cool. And, you know, we finished that batch in some orange carousel gin cask, and they reminded my partner of some tang. Oh. 
And so we wanted to try that. So, so they're toasting these barrels right there on the spot. Have you tasted yeah. that? Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. I was waiting for That's you guys. That's interesting. Yeah. That, and this is this, this is, is a rye. This is split this is stay a seven, rye. Can you yeah. hand me the bottle there, Neil? Yeah, please? yeah, yeah. Yeah, grab it. Grab it for him. And so these casks. Um, oh these, man, that would be dangerous at a party, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this, oh yeah, this is good. Oh, oh man, and, it, and it's it's a high proof again. What is it? It's a hundred twelve and a half. Everything's that. This right? doesn't. Yeah, I mean this is really good on the scale. <laughs> There's my really good scale again, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can taste. You can taste all that toast in there, right? Off oh the yeah, back. you know now. You know the the other ones like you may have had or not that come some somewhat close would be the Michter's toasted yeah. uh, rye, if you've had that. Wow, um, wow, wow! But I mean, the, these are the barrels that uh, Calvin made for us uh, that that gives us that finish. Man, you guys jumped in with high end bourbon. No kidding, that's nice. Yeah, it's hard. And that was seven year. Seven year, ninety five five. It's it's Indiana juice. That probably gives you enough information to know where that came from, <laughs> without me saying it. Because <laughs> I'm, I, you know, in theory we we shouldn't say any of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of them we got NDAs on. Some of them we don't. But uh, Bill and I just try to keep it off the keep it off the table. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're offline, I, I might disclose some more stuff. <laughs> but, Especially but, after three more bourbons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What that's do you think? good. You that's, like that? That's really good. Yeah. That's stupid. I mean, yeah. I love the rye. That's and definitely the best rye I've ever had. You know had what? This would, be a, this would be a great bourbon to introduce someone to bourbon to. Yeah. I think so. This was but a- I, I mean, it's a rye. You know, it's a different. Uh, so so let, a rye means... Uh, is rye still fifty percent corn? No, it's got to be to be called a rye or a bourbon. It's got to be at least fifty-one. Yeah. So this rye is ninety-five rye and five percent malted barley. Okay, so basically you're replacing corn with rye That's as right. the grain, as the main yeah. grain. Yeah. And this is ninety-five percent rye. That's it high, is. right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. as, it's as high as you can get. Five. I yeah. mean, like our our one of our bourbons is um, we've got a couple of them. But the one that we used in a couple of these different uh, batches was 74, 18, and 8. And and that, that 18's the rye. So some people consider that high. But, you know, like if you go to some of the other whiskey that we have in our inventory, barrels that we have, it's a 36% rye mash bill. They call that the high rye. Yeah. And then we've just bought, um, this past fall, we bought four, five, and six, I mean, uh, five, six, and seven-year-old high rye from Kentucky and that mash bill is 75, 21 and four. Yeah. I don't know if I've tasted anything like this. Before, no, but I've never, I don't buy, I don't go in and buy rye whiskeys. Typically right. I usually stick with Kentucky bourbon, but you should come by my house. I got about 50 bottles. You'd like to take <laughs> <laughs> and, they're, and they're all open. Yeah. They're all open. Better watch yeah. out, Bobby. We'll be over. Yeah, man. <laughs> don't invite us to have a good time. Well, I mean, if we didn't have the setup, I told, I told Neil, I said, next time, you know, once this once we get a day where it's fifty five degrees, we can just sit on my back porch and yeah. I'll bring out I'll yeah. bring up the closet for you. I've you seen the closet, have, and you can have whatever you want. Yeah, we, and we should probably let the listeners know. You know, we uh, 
we did come in. We had masks on while we're setting up, and now we're, you know, we're spaced out. We've got Bobby in the other room behind. You've heard us talk on before behind the glass, like yeah. a like a zoo animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So we're exactly. we're being safe. We want yeah. our listeners to know that. Yeah. And uh, so what do you think of that one? That's uh, that's batch ten. Yeah. It's getting some crazy so this reviews is the, out there. This is the most recent release. Most recent, most this, recent is, I mean, release. this is ridiculous. For four days, yeah. So this the is split. this one's been released though. This is it not is. one that we're going to get uh, pre-taste of. No, no, no. This split is stay rye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I tell you what, <laughs> listeners, if you like rye whiskey, it's the best I've ever had. You uh, you need to go out and get this one. So we had a straight bourbon, and then we had a bourbon finished in sherry, sherry and rum, rum cask, yeah. and then yeah. now we've got a rye. Right. And they've all been super. They yeah. really have. We're good. Uh, Thanks, guys. Well, we want you guys to enjoy it. And I, and I hope your listeners have the opportunity to uh, hopefully find them on those two online retailers. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, right now we're in four states. So Indiana, Kentucky, uh, Tennessee, and Georgia. Uh, Georgia and the folks down there, uh, they really helped us out. Uh, Stacy Lauder here in Louisville. Uh, has done a tremendous amount of work for us, as well as the rest of the team out there. John Jury, who brought us in, and Don Ward, Simone, uh, Jordan Painter, these other guys. Um, the guy over in Dallas, we had to go through him to get into Georgia. And um, Mike Young uh, really liked our product and said, you know, let's see if Georgia wants to do it. And their tasting panel approved it. And um, so we got into we got in to see those guys. And um, it's really, um, you know, we came through the pandemic and, you know, we have, we've, we've only got, you know, we got a half a pallet of batch 10 left in inventory. That's crazy. All of our other product is totally sold out. You know, now some of us might be at the distributor or on the retail shelves. But you have none. But we have none. We, we've, we've got, we got a half pallet out of, you know. Well, already, you got what's in your what you have in your personal <laughs> stock, and that ain't going anywhere. I imagine. <laughs> I already know somebody. I got to tell about this. Yeah. Who? Who's Because I've got a uh, buddy that loves rye. I've got a former. Um, when I, uh, you know, I'm I'm retired now, but a yeah. former business associate from Texas. Every time he'd come in, I'd give him hell because he loves whistle pig rye. And I'd always say, "Man, you're in Kentucky. You got to drink Kentucky bourbon." He loves Kentucky bourbon too, but he really likes whistle pig rye. And I need to tell him about this. Well, and I like Whistle Pig too. I mean, I like all the brands. And you can show that to Brad too. I like all the I like all the brands. Whistle Pig's great. Whistle Pig is typically um, Alberta, Canada source rye, and they bring it over because their distillery is too young. Oh, really? Uh, and, and so all their whiskey's sourced, and yeah. it's all Alberta. Matter of fact, I just bought the bottle um, uh, this past weekend. Of that Alberta cast strength that just came out, I haven't cracked it open yet, but I, you know, but I, I buy all those to test them against our product and where we are, and uh, we're gonna we release this rye uh, in batch seven. We called it River Kelvin Rye was the sublabel name as a toast to that being our foundation of rye that we did not finish, and so we wanted to we use foundation for our bourbon that we didn't finish and Tennessee foundation for the Tennessee whiskey that we didn't finish. And when we were trying to come up with a name for the rye, I said, why don't we just use it? Why don't we use River Kelvin rye? And I went in and asked the McLaughlin's, uh, Kevin was getting some chemo that day down at MD Anderson, but his brother was there. 
And I asked Paul, I said, hey, man, how's the River Calvin Rice sound? Oh, I bet they love that. He just had a big smile on his house. Yeah. He goes, man, that sounds good. He goes, he goes, how'd you come up with that? I said, well, I just want to give a nod to the your foundation of Kelvin Cooperage was that river. So we've already used foundation for the bourbon. So we thought we'd use that river as the foundation for River Calvin Rye. That's awesome. And so that's what we did for the unfinished rye. And that was batch seven that came yeah. out. And that's this whiskey. And we said when we released batch seven that we were going to release it a couple other ways, finished. This is the first way finished. And we'll get into the future in a moment. But I want you to back up one more. Let's do it. And we're going to do batch six. Batch six is the Kelvin Collaboration 2. This is all 12-year-old whiskey. Oh, wow. I like high proof. I like strong flavors. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a... I prefer seltzer water over water. I prefer grapefruit juice over orange juice. I just like strong flavors. Well, this is good. You're going to like this one then. Here's what we did on this one. God, if you're familiar with, do you know the, what the cognac butts are? Mm-hmm. So the cognac butts, when you're I standing don't. up, okay, well they hit you. They hit me here. That's how big they are. They're they're 425 liter, where a bourbon barrel's 200 liter. And so, did you see that picture? That that last yes, one? the Kelvin. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up these butts for you. But so we did um, we did this one. This is whiskey, finishing cognac butts. And the dark rum cask, okay? And we did 14 barrels of the 12-year-old into a tank, and then we filled the three cognac, uh, the three cognac butts. And then we took— um, So 14 barrels went into three cognac butts? Filled it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Well, because the cognac butts are— so much bigger. They're so much bigger. They're four and a quarter liter. And um, I'm going to pull this picture up for you. And I know your listeners can't see it, but— I'll let you kind of explain it to oh, me. We're going to be we'll sharing put some pictures all on this Instagram. stuff on Instagram, man. Oh, that's good. Hey, look how big those are. That's oh. really good, Neil. Really good scale, man. That's four. It's a really good four. Bobby, you're four, four for re- four, man. <laughs> on the really good scale. <laughs> wow, look how big that is. Yeah, comparatively. And so we did. Um, so we did. We we did 14 barrels. Is that uh, the same type of barrel? It's a cognac barrel. But I mean, it's like made like a bourbon oh, yeah, barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's made the same. Are yeah. the slats the same uh, thickness yeah. and all that? Yeah, yeah. Well, just bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the all the staves are they're probably like four or five different size staves okay. in a barrel, and they just do that. But they're just they're just longer staves, and uh, you know the casts are twice the size. Okay. You know, and so those those hold about 110 gallons. Wow. And uh, where a bourbon barrel holds 53 or 200 liter. Okay. So what we did. On the dark rum, we took eight barrels of the um, of the twelve year old, and finished it in the dark rum cask, and then we blended those twenty two barrels back together to come up with this batch. And this batch came out for Derby, the real Derby of this twenty year, of 20, twenty of not 2020. the September Derby, <laughs> not the September Derby. This <laughs> the, came- <laughs> the, the first uh, Saturday in May Derby that yeah. didn't happen, followed by the first uh, Saturday in September Derby. That yeah, actually. Yeah. I guess it did happen, but it certainly doesn't feel like it happened. It didn't feel like Derby. No. No. What a weird year. That is really Mm -hmm. So this has gotten um, some really fantastic awards because um, I know people don't want to hear me telling you how good my whiskey is or our (laughs) whiskey that that, uh, Bill and I are putting together with the folks at Kelvin. 
you know, uh, William Hornaday helps us out a lot. Well, I'll tell them it's really good. (laughs) (laughs) So, so anyways, this one got, uh, we received a 94 point rating from whiskey advocate on this. And about five weeks ago, uh, Fred Minnick, who most people know, um, yeah, this one, a blind tasting for his 2020 barrel finished whiskey of the year. Oh, is that right? That's That's huge, huge. man. That is huge. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. been in the last about month and a half. Yeah. And wow. then and then when he tasted our rye, not the split stave rye, he's got that to taste. But when we tasted our batch seven, which was the River Kelvin rye, when we released it as a seven-year-old age statement, he tasted it and he said, it's really fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who, who is your all's uh, taste guy? Like when you're out shopping we're volunteering for, right now to be the taste guy. <laughs> when, when you're out shopping for bourbons and whiskeys and, and I mean, like... Do you so you find one and they say yes it's available here's what it is it's twelve year old it's been here you know blah 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 right. what do you what happens from there? Well, I mean we sell it to the distributors and then the, their team gets it out and and they've we've tasted it with some of the bourbon folks in their offices uh, at the distributors we go and talk to them and taste with them so when you and, and educate them we give them sell sheets and press releases. When when uh, you bought that the the, the barrels, uh-huh. do you now have? Do you now go back to those p- people to buy the your the stock for the next batch, or do you already have that bought? Or it, we're is, already we're already lined out. Man. You're lined out for well, we're probably fifteen to eighteen months out of everything in finishing tanks. It's already finished in the barrel. When we empty the barrels, uh, Kelvin Cooper just nice enough to buy those barrels back from us. Uh, and then they, we sell all those barrels back to them. That's we cool. sell more empties. Uh, I give some of the empties, or not give, but sell some of the empties at the same cost to uh, one of our partner zones, um, uh, 502 in Fall City, one of our investors. And so those guys finished some, uh, some of their 502 wine and bourbon barrels, as you know, and we just dropped off some barrels for them. And we've we finished other wine in our barrels through those guys as well. So, so when you bought your first batch of barrels, um, yeah. did, did you buy more than that? Or did you buy the first batch thinking this is as far as I can brainstorm this project. Now no. it's just exploded. Yeah. No. So what we did is, uh, I found this guy through that one phone call contact that I got. And, um, I went over to Lexington, talked to this guy and, um, you know, we bought 25 barrels. Then about a month later, we bought another 15 for Okay. Them. But, you know, the first batch, we only used probably 13 or 14 barrels in that first batch. So then we had some inventory, and then we really hadn't found much else, and we said, you know what, why don't we, why don't we buy it again? So we bought it again. And, you know, we're buying a lot of small uh, batches, if you will. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where a lot of the big boys are, they want 500 barrels. Mm-mm. You know, if Neil's got 500 barrels, and I call him up, I'm like, hey, man, I want— we sell me 20. Because well, if I sell you 20, I don't have 500. Brad's not going to buy 500. Yeah. He don't want to buy 480. Yeah. yeah. Brad wants the whole 500. They won't sell them to me. And that's how mm-hmm. it works. So these guys are, have been nice enough to me and Bill and the four gate guys that like when we bought the when we bought the five, six, and seven year old this past fall, I found the six first. We bought 14 barrels. I found the seven next. I bought 27 barrels. Then I found the five about, I don't know, maybe three weeks ago or so, and we bought 20 barrels of that. Like a guy in New Jersey last night called me and said, hey, man, I got some five-and-a-half-year-old rye. I got 17 barrels. 
I really can't do anything with it. Would you be interested? Oh, really? So, you I mean, have people so now you have people you now. calling you. Well, they know if it's a small amount mm-hmm. that we'd probably buy it from them. Oh, cool. yeah. so we bought some whiskey from a guy in Chicago a couple times, uh, guys in Tennessee and Florida. And like I call the guy in Florida, we've bought from him probably three or four times now. But I called him for the, we did a, uh, some Tennessee Foundation last summer. And uh, it was kind of pre-done for the Littman Brother distributor in Nashville. And so those guys said, you know, hey, we didn't get much of the, we didn't get much of the Kentucky Foundation. I said, well, let me see if we can get some uh, Tennessee, about 10-year stuff. We'll do a batch and you guys can buy, you know, you know, 25% of it to 80% of it. And then we'll offer it to the other people. But we'll do it specifically really for our Tennessee folks. So I found the Tennessee juice through the broker in I'm Florida. Sure that would be really good, like just like half a notch below your Kentucky stuff. It's it's, <laughs> it's, it's really good. It's re- it just got, it, by the way, it just got 94 points from Whiskey Avenue. See, just a notch. It was 95 for the, the environment. <laughs> but anyways, it's, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. We're just, uh, you know, so, you know, the, the Tennessee juice turned out great. Uh, people love it. People that like that profile and, and like that, uh, the flavor profile on it. Um, uh, they like it and uh, it turned out well for us. I'm trying to, f- and when I called them up, I said, Hey, we're going to do this micro batch. Uh, we're going to keep some bottles in the house, but we'll do this little micro batch. He goes, I only, I only need five barrels. Would you sell me five barrels? He goes, I'll get back to you in like a week. And he called me up. He goes, Okay, I got something that's like nine and a little over nine years old. I said, I just needed to turn 10 about May or June. He goes, Yeah, it'll be, t- it turns 10 in May. And so we bottled it in June and got it out. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. This is really good. This is ridiculously good. This is so four for four, like I said. Well, this one's getting all the accolades. You know, if you go online and listen to other folks like yourself that are doing these different podcasts and that, um, this one's kind of hit it out of the park. Man, you guys have uh, are catching a gigantic wave with bourbon too, because bourbons people are seeking good bourbon out where it used to be. Just bourbon. Now people are so specific about what they want and right. their taste and their palates and their 200 uh, different flavor. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's well, amazing. Yeah. And it, this is all like really, really good stuff. Like I said before, you know, it's, I would put this up against anything I have down there on my bar right now. And I have, what, probably 35 bottles down there right now. I'm up to nine, man. Remember I was talking <laughs> shit? You got nine? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I got, I got like I got like 18 on one shelf. <laughs> I've seen. Can you show him that shot? Ooh. So so that was we did a photo shoot down at Kelvin. That's at Kelvin. Yeah, and that's that's about that's about that's about 15 feet in front of the fires. Oh, you need to text this to me. This would yeah. be a great Instagram picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, That'll yeah, yeah. be our introduction. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you over, and I'll send you some of the split safe shots too. Oh yeah, of both the rye and the bourbon. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah with the uh, when it, with it inside the yeah yeah barrel. inside the barrel. Yeah, yeah. I'll yes. get that going for you. So, that's killer. Yeah. So I think we ought to go back and. Um, just like let you know, um, you know, where the company is, what we're doing mm-hmm. uh, from like operational and what's going on. You know, we're, um, you know, it's Bill and I work and he's got a real job. I, I, I had one and, uh, you know, I asked him like, who's going to do, who's going to make all these phone calls for us? <laughs> and he's like, well, I can't really do it. I'm like, well, somebody's going to make these phone calls. We got all this, <laughs> we got all this invested capital. 
in this company. I said, you know, I can either make them for my own company uh, or I can make them for Fourgate. And so he's like, well, you want to make them? I said, so I started making them all. We started finding all this whiskey. And that first time we found that 11 and a half year old, I called Bill up. I said, hey, man, I found, I, I texted him. I said, hey, man, I, I think I found a home run for us. I said, I got 11 and a half year old whiskey. And uh, this guy's got a couple hundred barrels, so and we don't have that much money, so <laughs> so we can we'll be able to buy what we want and save the rest of the money to get a couple of these batches out. He was on sixty four East coming home from Lexington. He pulled over. He couldn't even believe what the text came through. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had to pull over and talk to me. So hey, let me throw us out there, Bobby. Yeah. If you need like a third guy, once you get to that point where you need a third guy to make calls and a fourth. Yeah. I uh, I am retired, and and I've worked in uh I've worked in a position where I talk to a lot of people, so I'm your guy, man. Okay, you All right, well look here, here I've got a couple more treats for you guys. So this is this is the future right here for you. Okay, Ooh, so this is where we're going, huh? This is this is, this this is, this is too much fun on a Tuesday yeah, afternoon. Yeah, I know we yeah. need to do more Bergman podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> well. So, so this one is uh, this one we named this one Ruby Rye Springs. It's our seven year whiskey, uh, seven year uh, straight rye whiskey, uh, same mash bill ninety five five, and then we matured this in um, Ruby Port rum cask. Oh, so, so how long do you crazy. leave those in these casks you're talking about? Well, yeah, it, it depends on this one. We had to put down the actual days. So this was in the cask for this matured forty two days, and it's on the label. And this is, um, I think this one's about 113 proof. Now, does that depend on the time of year? Is it cold weather? I think the wood absorbs it. And then hot weather, it extracts it. So we're finishing ours at the at our bottler in Bargetown. So it's in a basically in a warehouse. Mm -hmm. So it's not in a rickhouse aging for, you know, another year or three years or something crazy. Uh, it's a short-term deal. And like I said earlier, we don't want to overcook our whiskey. Mm -hmm. we, we you don't just want to give it that flavor that you're looking for? Yeah, we want to get pick up the flavor profile. So we got these barrels, and this one I do not have a non-disclosure um, on it. So we're going to put this on our website, and uh, these guys I bought that we brought these casks in to Kelvin to have them check them out. These came from Virago Spirits in Richmond, Virginia. Okay. And they so this, they this says uh, Ruby Port Dash Rum. So that means that first Ruby Port was right. aged in it, then right. rum, and right. then your bourbon. Yeah. Right. Or right. your so, rye. Yeah, so no this, blend. No blend. So, so this rum distillery um, brought the Ruby Port barrels in from Portugal. Oh. And then they finished <laughs> a blend of their four different countries' rum with all different age statements and different proofs. They did a blend of that, and they filled these barrels, and they uh, they filled these barrels twice with them, and um, and then right when they dumped them, I'd been talking to this uh, rum distillery for about a year before we got these barrels, and as soon as that he dumped them, they were on a train and on a truck the next day, coming into Kelvin, oh. and then they checked them out for us, and they said they were good. They did the bungholes, fixed all that for us. And we took them down to Cal down to our bottler in Bargetown, and filled them with this rye whiskey. That's insane. So I mean, so that I was, was super moist. Yeah, they, that, super that's super moist. Yeah, I was gonna but, say but, I still had the. But, the, but we, we don't. We never leave juice in them. We, we had some kind. We had some uh, Oloroso sherry cast come over uh, from Spain that Kelvin brought in, and we must have dumped out shit. I don't know. 
probably two and a half gallons of sherry out of each cast. They leave it in there so they don't drop while they're underwater because uh-huh. they might be on the water. Where is some- that? From Spain. <laughs> no, no, you want the What'd you do with uh, it? It's not really drinking sherry. It's more. It's more to season Travel the sherry. cast. I'd love to taste so, it. Yeah. No, you um, wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, it's not like this, Juice. <laughs> so, but um, uh, so we dumped all that out. We don't want any of that. That would ruin our whiskey. Yeah, we, that's we don't too want, much. Yeah. We don't want. We don't want to leave any of that residual in there. We want the. We, we want the cast to be moist where they're freshly dumped, and that's going to pull enough flavor. Uh, the way that we the way that we'd like to finish our whiskey. So this is seven year ninety five five, and this is unreleased as of right now. And this has no proof on here. Well, because one hundred twelve, you said. Yeah, I think it's a, it's one thirteen point four. But those are the labels that I got to, to approve the labels, and then I mocked up these Ooh. bottles ourselves, and I pulled this out of the tanks. Oh, so we're drinking stuff that hadn't been released. Yeah, it, it's going to be. It's, we're bottling this and the next one. Uh, we're bottling them in Thursday hey, morning. Neil, cheers, man. We're special, man. Cheers, uh, cheers, Bobby. Not, not to the public yet, so oh have gosh, a toast to it. Completely different than the other rye, but still amazing. You Ooh. taste that sherry? That's yeah. that ruby. That's that, all that, that ruby, ruby port. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that ruby port. The ruby port, and then that, and then the rum in there. The rum, that's what it is. Oh my god, that's wow. so good. Mm. Yeah. So this is uh this is uh we 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 think these this batch, this will be our what we call the Super Bowl batch. We hope to have it out here in about two or three weeks. That is really, and really good. Another uh, really, point really, to our scale. Really, really, <laughs> <laughs> really. Oh hell! So we might be able to get three really hey, before no the night's kid, over. Man, the new stuff is really, really. You've added a scale with the new stuff. Yeah. So I don't know if it's because I haven't, wow. I haven't had much rye whiskey, but I don't know if that's what it is. But I really like these rye selections. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I drink a lot of rye. Yeah. A buddy of mine turned me on to the rye. I'm going to say probably 14 years ago, the big rye wave hit probably about eight years ago or so. And, you know, the capacity is probably going up 20 to 25% a year for the last eight years, but it's probably still only, I bet it's about eight or 10, maybe 12% of what the bourbon is. Mm -hmm. And it's still made those big of leaps and bounds. Um, But I really like the rye a lot. I'm going to add some rye to my, to my bar. Yeah. And, and and I'm going to start with a four gate. Yeah, we got yeah, to. yeah. You got to you got to go out and grab the bottle of um of the River Calvin Rye. That's grab number it. seven. Best That's number seven. seven. And grab this uh, buy, grab that split stave rye. It's just not that split stave's ridiculous. It, it's really it's really good. So when's this going out to the public? Yeah, this Super Bowl will, man. This will be out for Super Bowl. So you know, some people were kind of comparing it. If you've ever had like Midnight Winter's Dram, uh, from High West, but you know, ours are Ruby Port where theirs are Port. Uh, we had rum finishing the cast before we got them from Virago Spirits. And the guys over at Virago have been fantastic. Uh, Barry Hanberg and his family, um, uh, when I found those guys and asked them if they would, you know, ship the barrels into Kelvin, let Kelvin look at them for us, uh, do the other bunghole, the bungholes in the head for us, make sure that the barrels would be good to go and filled. And, um, He's really been a great partner, and um, uh, we got these barrels from him, and we got uh, the the next batch is uh, their barrels as well. And uh, we're really happy to be uh, associated with those guys. Is there yeah, any yeah. loss percentage on the barrels? Do you ever lose, you know, you get them over and it's just the not fill. salvaged? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, well, they'll, they'll do them airtight. 
They'll they'll cooper them at Kelvin for us. They can fix anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they put the bunghole hole in there, the black bunghole hole with the hole in it, and then they put the air. They put the uh, compression air in it mm. to pump that air in there with just maybe a couple gallons of water if it's a brand new cask to see if there's any leakage. And then if there is, they'll put those little spicks in there to tap them in there and then make sure it's good before it goes. And then on the on the used barrels, you know. I don't know what the volume is, but you know, one month it might be five thousand, one month it might be ten thousand, fifteen thousand. I don't know mm-hmm. of used barrels that they bring in, they cooper them, they put them on ocean containers, right there at the rail yard that you mentioned, Brad, where they are, and then they they float them all over to Scotland. Uh, they do a lot to France, the Netherlands. Um, so I guess they do all their transportation by the railroad. To get them to the port, they do. Yeah. All, all of its rail. <clears throat> so how long have they been the, there? Uh, you know, that was a Cooperage before they bought it. I think um, I think Kevin bought it in, um, I want to say maybe like 93. And then they weren't manufacturing barrels in. The volume picked up a lot. And he asked his uh, brother, his younger brother, to come work with him. And uh, Paul was doing... Uh, international business law in San Diego. <laughs> and he asked his brother and his wife was working with him. Uh, I think at the same law firm. I, I'm not, I, I'm not quite sure. Um, and then uh, Paul said, yeah, I'll move back. So he moved back to Louisville. Uh, and um, uh, he went to school here. Kevin, I mentioned earlier, went to school at Pepperdine. Paul, Paul went to, um, uh, got his law degree from um, Notre Dame. So Smart kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and so those guys. So he came in here to help his brother and uh, to get it going. Then mm. they started doing some That's barrels, good. some wine barrels, and some bourbon barrels. And now they primarily do just bourbon. That, that is really good. I'm glad you like it. This so, is one of my favorites. This is that, this that is. we've done. I mean, every all of our distributors that have tasted it just say, you know, it's off the charts. The guys downtown have tasted it at uh, Justin's House of Bourbon. And they're like, you know, I took a sample to them at the Lexington store. They wouldn't even let me leave with the sample. I brought <laughs> so you guys, you guys want to have a, a big Super Bowl party. <laughs> a a yeah. great Super Bowl yeah, party. Yeah, a great Super Bowl party. Look for Four Gate Whiskey Company Straight Rye Bourbon, their new release. Yeah, it's coming out. Ruby Rye Springs, yeah. right? Yes, is that, Is that the name yeah, of that, it? That's the name of it. So I, I came up with that name after, you know, Bargetown's here. There's a little village outside of Bargetown a hundred years ago called Bourbon Springs. And I was looking at the map and this and that, trying to conjure up some more names. And um, I saw that and I said, you know what? I'm writing all this stuff down. And we, you know, it's got the Ruby Port cask and it's got the rye in it. And I, you know, after doing about 10 or 15 different names, I came up with Ruby Rye Springs. <laughs> and so that's, that's, great how, name. that's, that's how we named one. it after that. That was kind of like a little of a nod to the bar bottler in, in, in um, Bargetown where um, where that little village was next to our pool. And, you know, what that's kind of, that's really cool is a lot of the names are, are nods to people or, you know, uh, companies that, are, that you guys are working well, with. That's so, really there's neat. such history. So I wanted to back up on the names and tell you. So that batch nine, that batch nine that we had earlier, that we called it Andalusia Key, uh-huh. the Oloroso cast came from the southern region of Spain that's called Andalusia. Yeah. And the uh, the dark rum cast came from the Florida Keys. 
And so I said, why don't we give it a nod to those cats? And so I came up with Andalusia Key. And we said, let's 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 roll with that. And so you so, sound like you're the name guy. You're the name. Are you, well, you're the I'm, idea guy. And name I'm, guy. Aren't I'm you? just naming a little bit. I think bit you of it. need to go from chief barrel officer <laughs> to chief idea officer. <laughs> CIO. Well, uh, I mean, we're just having fun. You know, I I bounce a lot of this stuff off of Bill, and we're just having fun with it, and we want the other folks that are involved too to, you know, know what we're doing and where we're headed. So is Bill know. still working his other job? Yeah, he's got a real job. He's Sorry, got... Bill, man. You should be here Bill. with us today. <laughs> no kidding, but you're yeah. at work, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's got a he's got a full time gig. Man. I'm trying to shame on you, Bill. I mean, yeah. seriously. All right, so let me introduce this one to you. This. So this is uh this is also being bottled uh Thursday morning this week in two days. And this is our Kelvin Collaboration Three. <laughs> and, That's collab two was was uh number six, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This and that is, was amazing. Yeah. And this is this is finishing PX Sherry Cass, which is Pedro Jimenez Cass, and then that Cass held rum in it, and we used a blend of our nine year and 12-year-old whiskeys is about 60% 9-year-old mm. and 40% of the 12-year-old. Oh, my goodness. And we, and we, we filled this. this uh, the proof on this is um, is uh, 123.7. So it, is PX <laughs> something people should know? I, I think everybody knows that. I don't. <laughs> but it's, it's Pedro Eminez. It's a type of sherry. Is that and, like a high-end sherry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, you have the PX sherry. Or you have the Oloroso sherry. Oh, okay. And so those are type. Can I grab a sip Cheers, Neil. Oh, yeah. You don't have yours. Hold on, hold on. I, it's, uh, I, I'm trying to get some from Neil before the bottle's empty. <laughs> <laughs> you better hurry. Cheers. Man, the color of this. Look at the color. Yeah. Wow. That's like a deep, deep amber. That, yeah. That's been aged. Yeah. 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 We're really excited about this. Uh, all of our um, all of our folks have tasted this. It's this is uh, one that I think. Oh my goodness! My, That's, my That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Oh yet. my goodness! Oh goodness gracious! That is my favorite. Should we add a really, really, really good? <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. There's nothing to it. We're, we're going for the triple R. <laughs> hey, you can make a, an advertisement of the really, really, really good one. Now, now we're now we're back to bourbon. Holy shit! And That's from amazing. the rye. You know, we were on the rye there for a little bit. Yeah. With a couple of these. Now you're back to the bourbon. Wow. And you can taste the higher proof, a little bit sweeter. Um, you know, you got those uh, PX Sherry rum cask. Hand me that bottle, Neil. Let me look yeah. at it. And here's the bottle. Of course, this label's not written in either because I mocked this one up like the last one there for this you. This is Brad. a Bobby special. We, so, we're tasting this before anybody, Neil. Yeah, this is... Can you uh, believe that? I think this is like... Uh, one one twenty three or one twenty four seven is the proof. Is this going to be released to Super Bowl as well? Is being bottled yeah. Thursday? You said. Yep. Yeah. And then this no, this will be released for Derby, uh, twenty twenty one. This is our Derby batch, but we're bottling them together. Uh, you're not going to be able to keep that one on the I show. I want a bottle of this. Yeah, that's think, not going to hang yeah. on the show. That's amazing. Yeah. I think. I think. I think both of these are going to be gone. Yeah. Uh, uh, when they hit the shelves, that Ruby Rice Springs is going to be 185. Let me put this and, behind the chair. Yo, he lost the bottle. That's unbelievable. Uh, uh, and then that Kelvin, that Kelvin Clab Three is uh, is going to be 199. It's um, 
That's amazing. That's a that's a that's gonna be that's a special patch for uh, both hey. of these for Bill and I. Well, I mean that a nine twelve year mix, you're gonna get something good. But that's one ninety nine is a value on this. That's amazing. It's, that is really good. Takes you to another level. I gotta commend you guys for going out on such a limb. I mean, you think about hundreds of years of family history mm-hmm. and to just say, hey, we're going to go out and we're going to try to break into this industry did, and, and you do it well. Did you guys uh, face any resistance or any you know, no. anybody going, ah, you guys just... No, they just said, you know, the, the distributor, the first distributor we went to was uh, Republic. Wanted to talk to those guys and they said, you know, what are you going to do? So we're, we're going to come out with a premium brand. Here's what we're doing. Here's what, here's what the objective is. This is what we plan on doing, and um, we got the first couple batches going, and we got uh, a couple more going for the fall uh, of uh, 19, and then rolling into 2020, we had a couple going, but not that much, and then we loaded it up, um, some more, some more ideas. We got some more great casts from Kelvin, and then we put together all these different batches, and I'm, I'm finding all this whiskey, and... Um, you know, we're coming up with some different ideas and different concepts of uh, what we're going to do from a flavor profile, and um, to have some variety of the of the brand between the Kentucky straight bourbon whiskeys and the uh, straight rye whiskey that we found from uh, Indiana, and um, we wanted to um, really get ahead of the game, so we've got all these labels approved from the TTB that I've submitted, designed, submitted, and approved. We've probably got eight, eight or nine labels approved. I got eight bottles mocked up. These are two of the ones. These two get bottled Thursday. <laughs> I got another six at my house that are, the bottles are mocked up with the real whiskey in them. Uh, for, the, for your next batches? For the next batches. Huh. Uh, we just filled some other batches um, uh, about a week and a half ago with some other batches that'll take us into 2022. Um, are, are your runs getting bigger as far as the bottle numbers released, or, or are they about the same every time? I mean, they're they're about the same right now, but we're probably about ready to kick it up a little bit because, say, because, you know, we just got to... We got to just make sure we're, we're not trying to over flood the market yeah. with only being in four states, and we want to make sure that the product's gone and we're not sitting on that that all of our cash in in finished goods inventory. Yeah. So, which has know, not been a problem for you guys yet. Well, no, I mean, well, we were we didn't have much at the end of last year. We had a little bit, and then the COVID hit, and this batch six was it was so it was so great and tasted so good, but with the COVID, it wasn't all gone. And so when we got into Georgia, they took a bunch of it uh and this gentleman i'm working with down there uh bob stuff but he's been just fantastic so is the rest of the guys down there that work with him aj and kalita and uh jack these other people that we work with down there and at um at rndc georgia uh these guys have just been fantastic and he came out and just said you know our team down here thinks you know four gates an underground brand that's about ready to explode mm-hmm. and we don't want to miss the opportunity we're gonna we're gonna buy it out we're gonna we're gonna buy we, we want to have so it. So he bought all the, oh, the, the he, he batch a, six. He, he bought a lot of it. He bought most of it. That's the Kelvin two, and that Kelvin two is unbelievable. And he but came out, and then there's Kelvin three. Kelvin three is better. Kelvin yeah. three, <laughs> you like it? Yeah. Oh this wow, is, this, this is ridiculous. This is, unbelievable. this is my this is my favorite, and I've, I've loved every one of them. The, the crazy thing is, we've had six different tastes, and every one of them are so complex and different. 
There's right. nothing that's even close to the same as the last. Can't go wrong with these. If you if you add four gate to your bar, you've added a great selection that your friends will love. Well, thanks, man. And I'm going to I'm going to say too. Um, uh, we probably should have brought it up at the beginning, but uh, now's fine too. You know, you, you guys can find us at fourgatewhiskey.com. All the reviews are there, all the press releases, other photo shots, other information on where you can buy the whiskey, of course, in those four states and and um, at the uh, online retailers. But um, yeah, we'd be honored for uh, any of the listeners to uh, add this to their bar, add it to your collection. Um I always politely suggest buying two bottles, mm -hmm. drink one, and keep one. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I, I concur. <laughs> drink yeah. one and keep one. Man, yeah. Bobby, we're, yeah. we're thrilled you could join yeah. us tonight. Yeah. We're, uh, we're going to close this down, and we're going to finish up this Kelvin collaboration and maybe have a couple more sips. You know, That's We'll see what happens, man. but man, yeah, yeah, thanks yeah. a lot. Yeah, and I'm going to just say one more thing, Brad, before we go off the air. Sure. Okay, so yes, yes, Neil, after we just had the first two, Hey, man, if you got to have one more pour of the first two, which one would you have? Well, now I want to ask you the question. You, you got one more pour of the first six. Oh, gosh. Which one is it? Uh, Kelvin two or three for me. <laughs> Kelvin two or three oh, for me. It's probably man. split stave rye for Brad would be my guess. No, 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 no. I like the straight bourbon selections. I do. I really do. I, I tell you, man, I like this. I like the collaboration three. three. I, oh, honestly, you. I think now if you ask me, I go Kelvin collaboration three, which is a, a but testament. I also like the first one we tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. none of them. Been, oh, they've oh, all been amazing. Oh well, thanks, man. Well, yeah, and this this Kelvin three. I mean, it's unbelievable. It, uh, I, you, you, now we're now we're kind of teasing your listeners because they can't get it till late <laughs> April. But, <laughs> but but you know what? I, I think what they're saying is, and uh, what some of the other folks are doing now is, they go in, they look for a batch, uh, one specific that they've heard something about. But you know, um, quite frankly, you're you're comparing all these whiskeys that are ninety to ninety four rankings. Uh, they're all outstanding. From anything what, above what, ninety is great. And what everybody's saying. And so now people are going in and saying, Hey man, I can't find that six. I'll, I'll buy, I'll buy, I'll buy seven or, or I, I wanted, I wanted, to, I wanted the split stave bourbon. They're out of that. I'm going to try that split stave rye. So they mm -hmm. grab, so they grab batch 10. And you so, got dudes like Fred Minnick, who's well respected, saying, Dude, four baits is legit. Get their shit. Yeah. That's not what he yeah. said, but it's close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I've got I do have a couple other questions so yeah. if I was uh, just you know listening to this and I wanted to go buy a bottle can I find one in the liquor store in Louisville yeah yeah they're uh, they're out Total um, Wine I know Total, yeah. Total Wine has it uh, the Kroger stores have it uh, John Blue's partnered with us and uh, uh, with Liquor Barn and uh, Party Mart through Republic um, yeah, th those those folks buy a lot of product from us. Uh, Justin's House of Bourbon in Louisville and Lexington. Uh, Cork and Bottle out in um, uh, off of uh, Cane Run Road. Uh, Ferris carries it for us. State Liquors, uh, Sam and Bruce there they carry it for us too. Uh, but all those um, all the party marts and liquor barns, Evergreen, oh, uh, yeah. Prospect carries it as well. Over in Lexington, there's a variety of spots. Of course, Justin's House of Bourbon. Um, those guys at um, have really uh, helped us out. They they know uh, they know the bourbon. If you're up in northern Kentucky, 
or the Cincinnati area. You can get it at uh, Party Source in Northern Kentucky. Uh, they're a big supplier, a uh, big big uh, fan of ours. Uh, then down in Nashville, Lippman Brothers uh, distributes it all over um, in Indiana. Uh, you know, probably the greater Indianapolis area through our NDC, and then Georgia. It's all over Georgia. And, and then the last question, if I was at a restaurant around town, yeah. do you have, are you associated with any restaurants? Because I, I always love going out to a restaurant and being surprised by a good bourbon selection. Because yeah. most of the time it's, you know, you got your wells and you got a couple, yeah. of, you know, the wood for Restaurants are probably behind the times right now. They are, but in Louisville, well, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, guess, okay, I guess well, you know, they, they got it at the new steakhouse at, uh, at Churchill Downs, the okay. one that's up there. They got it up there. They got it behind the bar there. What about like um, down one? They have it a couple places downtown. Uh, they got it at the Black Rabbit in St. Matthews, which was where Jack and uh, Jackson Equus is. Um, Hillcrest Tavern has it. Uh, Silver Dollar. Michael Reedy has it at uh, the Irish Rover. Bourbon's Bistros carries us. Here's the thing. It, uh, there's a couple of steakhouses in it, uh, Nashville. I mean, in Atlanta, they carry it. Nashville and Atlanta uh, that have carried it, um, and they're, we're getting some more distribution uh, that we've I've eaten at both those places in Nashville and um, Atlanta, uh, and we had pours of our drinks, uh, pours <laughs> of our bourbon. Cool. And it's, you know, it's kind of it's kind of nice to have that. How cool is that? Yeah, it's, it's Except nice. you're paying uh, freaking retail. retail. Right. Well, <laughs> and, like, you and, know, I got that and, at my bar. Yeah, you know, and and the thing is, is like, hey, hold on, I'm the dude. To- Made this. <laughs> you just charged me $45 for a drink of the drink yeah. that I let you all have. Yeah. So, but, you know, everybody's got it at a different price point. You know, in Louisville, you can probably find it somewhere between, I'm going to say, $18 and $50. Mm-hmm. In some of these other cities, you're going to find it probably $35 to $75 mm. for a pour. And their pours are probably an ounce and a half. So. Well, Bobby, thanks, man. It's been great. Our listeners are going to love this, and it's been a good time. It's and, definitely been my, one of my favorites. And I still favorites. have a little bit of this Collaboration 3 left. I'm so sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sad. And I hope it's... you don't go anywhere. I hope we can drink a little more. <laughs> I yeah. <could. laughs> All right, man. Hey, cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers. Thank you, Bobby.